0: Lock and load. This is Steve Dace. The
1: Steve Day Show.
2: And greetings. Happy Monday. Welcome to the Steve Day Show live and on demand here on Blaze TV radio and podcast. Steve Dace here with Todd Erzen and Aaron McIntyre. Hope all of you had a great weekend. Of course, we have a typical Monday show for you. Our good friend Bob Vander Plaats will be joining us here at the bottom of the hour. Next hour, the return of Ask Me Anything and five star review questions, plus those from our new Instagram account at Steve Day Show on Instagram. You can follow us there. Uh, Those will be the questions that we will be answering in the next hour of the show. I want to give you a heads up if you're a Blaze TV subscriber. There is some analysis out about what's happening in this uh, election cycle from someone whose opinion in general I have a lot of respect for. But I I just think that this is 100 percent wrong. And I think it's the kind of analysis that actually leads to more of what he says he doesn't want. And we're going to discuss it in the overtime today because um, if if I chose to do something on the show every time I disagreed with somebody else on our own side... I mean, we do this a million times. I disagree with people all the time. I'm sure they disagree with me. I only choose to do it when I think it is a matter of urgent importance. This is not. Or it's, it's the kind of analysis that, if allowed to go unchallenged, will actually lead to disempowering our people. And that is the case here. So we will discuss that canard later today in the overtime. If you're a Blaze TV subscriber, you can subscribe to the program at blazetv.com slash dace. If you're not, if you are, blazetv.com slash dace is where you can go later today to watch that. We will record it right after today's show and then upload it for you later today at blazetv.com slash dace. And with that, let us begin as we always do with Aaron's rundown of what happened while we were away.
1: What happened while we were away brought to you by human trials are for pansies and you'll take the pumpkin spice booster and you'll like it. The Food and Drug Administration is set to authorize a new formulation of the covid jabs based on the Omicron variant, which is already almost a year old. This newest version of the jab did not go through human trials. It was only tested on mice, and it's 100% on the up and up. Fox Business's Charles Gasparino might have won the award for dumbest human on the planet over the weekend after he tweeted, quote, Listening to Alex Berenson on Joe Rogan, I need to point out that I like Alex, and I am definitely against his deplatforming, but there's a big hole in his anti-vax argument, in my opinion. Didn't the vaxes force COVID to mutate into the weaker Omicron variant? Thus, didn't they do their job? Here's Gasparino in late July of last year, quote, COVID is now a crisis for the unvaccinated. Checking in on Israel, who since 2021 has solely been run by Pfizer, all cause deaths have been higher every month in 2022 than any year since 2017 and are 15% above the 2017-2020 to average. What's the benign, innocent explanation for that? Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers told podcast superstar Joe Rogan what really went on between the NFL and its teams when it came to forcing the COVID
3: jabs last season. Day three of training camp, they sent this stooge in, and, and he showed these slides about what your vaccination percentage was in your team, where you compare to the rest of the league. And I started asking him questions about Liability. Oh, I'm not a lawyer. Okay, cool. But you're in here talking about all these different things, and you don't talk about anybody's personal health issues. There's zero exemptions. You took out religious exemptions. You took you took out uh, PEG exemptions. You took out anybody's ability to have uh, an opinion. Uh, I don't want to do this. Well, it's not only going to affect your uh, day to day status on the team. But your ability to get a job, your ability to keep a job, your ability to get a tryout if you get cut from this team, because you want to put a percentage above 90% of your team where you guys can have some sort of like special virtue. like Look how amazing we are. We're above the 90% threshold here. And then they, and then then they, t- and then they, they scared teams. that said if you had an outbreak caused by a non-vaccinated player, you'd not only forfeit that game if you had enough players out, but you wouldn't get paid for that week. And here I am showing up to training camp Joe, the first day, and we got five people who work for the organization out with COVID all fully vaxxed. <laughs> and I got COVID from a fully vaxxed individual who only got vaxxed to keep his potential of being a part of the NFL.
1: Washington, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser is reneging on her vaccine mandate for children in public schools. The mandate would have disallowed thousands, at least, of kids from going to school and would not have provided for in-person learning. Checking in on Joe Biden. Thank you so much, Mr.
3: President. I'm sorry. I, 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 I took control. I
4: shouldn't
3: do that. I'm not allowed to do that.
1: If you liked Charlie Crist in Florida.
4: Those who support the governor should stay with him and vote for him. And I don't want your vote. If you have that hate in your heart, keep it there.
1: You're going to love New York Governor Kathy Hochul.
4: And
0: we're
2: here to say that the era of Trump and
4: Zeldin and Molinaro just jump on a bus and head down to Florida where you belong, okay? Get out of town. Get out of town. Because you don't re- you don't. Re- Present our values.
1: Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm sent a letter to top oil producers in the country warning of, quote-unquote, emergency measures if they don't curb their exports and start building up domestic inventories of oil products like gas and diesel. Meanwhile, analysts in the U.K. are predicting at least an 80% hike in the cost to heat homes this winter. This comes as that continent continues to divest from oil and coal-based energy. Europe's electricity prices on Friday hit an average record high of 995 dollars Dollars per megawatt hour. The Pentagon announced recently it's no longer going to publish reports on its military expenditures and arms transfers. The National Defense Authorization Act for this year repealed an old law that forced the military to tell the public what it was spending its money on and whom they were sending weapons to. This is kind of a big deal. A panel on the 4th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals last week became the first federal appellate court in the country to rule that gender dysphoria is covered by the Americans with Disabilities Act. The ruling could help block efforts at the state level to restrict access to chemical castration and meatball surgery for minors. Twitter has once again locked the libs of TikTok account for violating its rules against quote-unquote hateful conduct. Because again, for the upteenth time, holding a mirror up to the left is hateful conduct. And finally, not all heroes wear capes. For those of you listening, this is a man in New York City chomping down on a kebab right in front of rabid animal rights protesters. And you're away. <laughs> killing animals, and it feels good. You have all the blood on your face, and all the blood on your hands. It feels good. And that's what happened while we were away,
2: my man. Aaron's montage brought to you by my Patriot Supply friends. Did you watch that montage? Yeah. Uh, so go ahead. Uh, go to preparewithdace.com. We'll make this very simple. If you watch that montage, uh, go to preparewithdace.com. Save 200 now, $250 on a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. They have served already millions of American families, giving them peace of mind to know that when those people get their way, uh, your family still has a way to get fed. Uh, You can uh, get three square meals a day. This includes snacks, drinks, the whole nine yards, 2,000 plus calories that you need for nutritional value, and it ships fast, and the shipping is free if you go to preparewithdace.com. $250 off, and free shipping stays good for more than two decades with the proper storage. Free shipping, $250 off at preparewithdace.com. All right, to the montage we go. I want to go back to the piece by Charles Gasparino. I I don't know him at all. Uh, I do know some people that do know him and speak very highly of him. So uh, please take this with all due respect. That might be the dumbest COVID take I have ever seen. Here is a, and I'm, I'm going to explain why just in case you have some knuckle draggers in your families that may try to trot this out on you in the future. Okay. Um, Here's a good rule of thumb. If you are attempting to say something in defense of these jabs, that Pfizer, Moderna, Anthony Fauci, Francis Collins, and the FDA, because they're basically a subsidiary of Pfizer and Moderna. If you are attempting to say something in promotion of these jabs that not even those entities have attempted. Full stop. I'm not mad, Chuck. Can I call you that? Not mad. Consider this an intervention. Full stop. Full stop. You're about to look dumb. In general, general rule of thumb, don't ever try to out-gaslight the gaslighters. If they haven't tried something yet, if it's a lie that they they themselves have not yet told, it's not because you're the first person that thought of it, Chuck, and it's smart and clever. It's, It's because it's that dumb that they were like, we can't even try that one. Here's why it's dumb. And we can explain this here in approximately 20 seconds. Omicron originated in South Africa, one of the least jabbed countries in the world. Thank you. Thank you. No, really. Thank you. Thank you. Here's your sign. Thank you. Um... Great job, everyone. Great job. Thank you. That might be the dumbest COVID take. I mean, there have been really dumb ones, but they were with the intent of being duplicitous, of being deceptive, of being demonic. This was earnest, which is why it could very well be the dumbest COVID take we have heard yet.
0: And it's earnest after apparently paying attention to berenson for a while how do you still come up with
2: that also it's earnest after not paying attention to his network's own white house reporter <laughs> who tweeted out several months anybody else having any heart issues after getting their booster remember that tweet <laughs> yeah what's it, is it john roberts or whatever who's the, what's the guy's name he was the Fox News White House correspondent. Right, right. Well, it's
1: juicy now, but yeah, it used to be John Roberts.
2: Roberts. Okay. See, I, I you know I don't watch. Remember, John, he, he was the guy that walked in when the USC seroprevalence study came out of L.A. and told everybody to take their masks off. The virus has been here forever. Remember yeah. that back yeah. in 2020? Yeah. He, apparently, Chuck doesn't even read the tweets from his fellow Fox News personalities. Yeah, dude. No and no. Do not pass go, do not collect $200, go directly to take jail. That is terrible. And it's arguably the worst COVID take I have ever seen. On to two things that are lacking in, as Aaron put it, benign and innocent explanations. The Ukraine vote thing has me about as angry at a few individuals as I have been about anything since, like, TARP-level stuff. It's so bad. It's so dumb. It's so inexcusable. And, frankly, it's only my high regard for the family members of some of these individuals that has stopped me from shishkabobbing them on my show 28 times by now now many of those exact same people voted for a national defense authorization act that allows a military that is teaching its people that you and I are its biggest enemies To not have to disclose who they're selling arms to? I won't even ask. What is the benign, innocent explanation for that? Because there is not one. The best you could say is you think it's 1988 and someone put a bill on your desk to fund the Pentagon. You're like, I did to fund the Pentagon, Russia, And didn't even read it. You're a schmuck. That's the best I could say. That's the best I could say about y'all's Ukraine votes. You're schmucks. But I mean, I don't see any problems with this. Except for all of them. That's a terrible idea. Yes. Let's give the Milly military. Zero transparency. What could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? You know, they're trying to poison thousands of their enlistees. Well, they're... In fairness, they're purging them, but it's over a poison. And I'm supposed to be, like, upset that Republicans aren't polling as well, I guess, right? Or something, right? That That's... Is that the conservative media memo we got from on high? It would seem. Yeah. A bit. Yeah. I mean, I, I... I can't imagine whatsoever why a political party who repeatedly doesn't stand with its own base might be perceived to have been losing any momentum. But... What do I know? Which brings me to the Omicron boosters. This is actually pretty genius. I mean, sometimes sometimes Patton just has to tip his cap to Erwin Rommel. I mean, you magnificent bastards. I see you working. Respect. You're like, you know what, man? We can't lose in federal court trying to hide our human test results for 75 years. If we just don't even do them this time. This
0: is what I said on Friday. They're just going to out in the open.
2: And, you, and, and knowing that our cult will just line up to take our injections anyway. And you can't sue. Well, Now, we can sue each other. <laughs> we can sue each other, but you can't sue us. Right? I mean, I got to say, brother, hate the game, not the player. I, I, I'm not angry about it, actually, at all. I think it's fairly genius. And there is a, there is a certain Darwin Award aspect of this. Because the only people they are likely to poison are their own. Their own voters. Their own schleps. Now, I am commanded to love my neighbor as I love myself. So I am going to fight these Nazi freaking poisoner wannabes to the the last jab, even though, frankly, almost none of you are probably taking these. And the vast majority of the people whose, whose lives I'll be fighting for think I'm a racist, misogynistic, xenophobic, homophobic bigot. Fair? Yes. Fair. But they spit on our Lord. They called him even worse, Indeed. right? And he suffered and died for them, right? He did. So, because I am commanded to also pick up my cross and follow him and love my neighbor as I love myself. I will fight these Nazi bastards to the last injection even though the overwhelming majority of people they will be poisoning from henceforth will be their own and the people who hate us. God's law is often self-enforcing. Speaking of which, Everything the New York governor says in that clip is 100% true. Maybe not necessarily for the reasons that she's claiming. But she makes a very salient point nevertheless. What are you doing there? Why are millions of people... You you can't all have like an aunt you can't leave. You can't like all have a sick nana. All like 5 million of you? Like over 5 million Republicans in New York. All of you are there for six seniors, citizen, elderly, family members who can't be moved. All of you are. Or California, there's even more. Why? You're upholding this. You're the people that pay taxes and don't break laws. Well, except for the ones that you should be breaking, but you know what I'm talking about. You're not the you're not the people storming in to Bloomingdales on 5 finger discount night. You're not the people having riots on the subways. You didn't attend any of the <clears throat> George Floyd funerals. Why are you there? I mean what is the point of being there? And I know Like, a bunch of you are going to send me some note about your little hamlet. we didn't do any of this stuff where I live. Cool. I'm sure that while they're totally dominating the governor's mansion in the legislature, I'm sure they're going to say, you know what, man? Those those right-wingers up there in the Catskills, we're just going to let them just do their own thing. Like, you know, a pocket full of of kryptonite up there, man. We're just going to just leave them do, do their own thing. It's just so cute. No, dude, they're not going to do that. She's right. You're subsidizing this. Why? There's no other job. No other industry. Nothing. I mean, you're all missionaries. You're all called to, you were all called there to bring the gospel to the dark continent of New York. I'm sure some of you were, but all of you, all like five plus million of you were. Got a, te- or a tweet the other day from a guy in Pennsylvania says, you know, if we could get. Just a million of them to move to Pennsylvania, we'd turn this state into Florida in one election. And he's correct. I know it's not convenient. You know, it also wasn't convenient. Lexington and Concord. And the guys that did that own mansions, plantations, one percenters. Surely there's another home in the suburbs somewhere in a non demonic state that you could find. Makes no sense to me. I don't understand it. Why are you there? Do you know why people just stay in these places? They've all got a sick nana? They all do. It makes no sense to me. And frankly, this is one of the things that has to change if we're going to change the things around here. We got who cares if they win California with 61% or 91%? Do you freaking care? No. No. the fact that 35% of the California legislature might disagree with the state it's really slowed down the crazy there right no has that slowed it down at all right no No. then what are you doing there why stay there I hate to go all Sam Kinnison, but move where the food is don't just sit there and starve why pay that hag your tax money why if you don't have to Leave. Maybe some of you could actually turn South Carolina into a red state. Maybe South Carolina could elect one senator who could, like, find a wife, maybe. Like, one. Is that possible, do you think? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe one of them could. I mean, you got a 50-50 shot. Somehow, South Carolina, with all those ambitious debutantes, you're over. It's amazing that Lindsey Graham and Tim Scott just both couldn't find a woman to settle down and make babies with. Maybe, you know, all Democrats are getting 40% of the vote statewide in Kentucky. We could get a senator better than Ditch McConnell if y'all, like, left these places. What are you doing there? And no, this isn't the greatest way to grow my show. It's not the greatest way to win you over. I don't care. Because this is a stupid way to win a culture war. Just sit there for why. For why. Accomplishing what? It doesn't make any sense. We're spread too thin. We need to self sort. Even Jesus said when you see the abomination of desolation, run. We have a place here in Iowa, a little town called Pella. It's adorable. You ever been there? Many times. It's maybe my favorite city in the entire state. I love the place. You know what it's named after? The place that the people ran to when they saw the abomination of desolation, when they saw the Romans show up to sack the city, they ran to a place called Pella. They got out. I'm sure some of them had a sick relative and they had to stay behind. Cool. We all have our crosses to bear. I don't think there are 5.3 million people in New York State that all have sick relatives that just couldn't, they couldn't possibly leave. Get out. Gentlemen,
0: your thoughts. Well, I think when you ask me why, specifically I have no right to say but i'm very very comfortable putting all of this under the heading of what i've been preaching about for quite some time it it's our addiction to cover comfort on multiple levels is the thing and i'm sure right there in new york still here in this land of plenty in many places despite these usurpations you can carve out a way of ignoring pretending what have you people do that here in Iowa we talk um, with my very own um school district with now which now but I had to get uncomfortable and take my kids out of so this is going on every place else I I think New York the Big Apple perhaps that addiction to comfort even amongst those who share at least half of our ideas is probably some of the greatest comfort to overcome it all
1: It is. That's the the key word there. It's inconvenient, inconvenient. Um, but I think the the things in life, if you think about it, even if you live there, the things that really make life worth living. A lot of times, are inconvenient. The best things about life are hard. The most lasting things about about your legacy are difficult. No matter if you're in a conservative Valhalla or in a hellhole like California or New York. The best things in life, the best things about leaving a legacy, tell me I'm wrong, but they involve sacrifice. Having a kid is hard. But it's one of the best things you can do. Being married to another sinner Very difficult. One of the best things you can ever do in life. One of the best gifts you can be given. So the idea that something like this is inconvenient... ...doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad thing. It is hard. It is difficult. But sacrifices have to be made. And so yes, the Charlie Crist and Kathy Hochul line of of reasoning... Okay. Charlie Crist, go f yourself, San Diego. Kathy Hochul, go f yourself, San Diego. That podcast convention that apologized for the mere the mere existence of Ben Shapiro on this astral plane, guys. If that's not enough, if that's not of an, enough of an impetus to say, uh, can we? Uh, the time is quickly becoming where you're not going to have a choice. You're going to have to find a Pella because what they're telling you, what they are telling you, is your mere existence is intolerable. It's a lot more serious than just these stupid little sound bites. They're openly telling you you are intolerable. So you gotta get out.
2: We'll come back. Bob Interplots will join us here in a moment. Stay tuned. We're going to talk to uh, our buddy Bob Vannerplotz here in a minute. Uh, A little thing about Bob that y'all don't know. Uh, Actually, there's a few things about Bob y'all don't know. And uh, there are some things you learn about a man uh, when you spend the night with him in hotel rooms around the country. But uh, uh, one of the things that happens, uh, even when we're we're not in a hotel room together, is Bob loves to call me while I'm in the bathroom. I, I don't know Why? just seems to, how many times has that happened?
4: A lot. It does seem Uh, to happen. Way, way too often. And you always have to tell me. It's like, I didn't need to know that. Yeah, I'm going
2: into the shower. You tend to do call me when I am going into the bathroom,
4: right? Like, I can't see this. So
2: then you should be perfectly comfortable with me spending a few seconds talking about my underwear. All right. So uh, they gave me a few pair of Tommy John underwear for free a few years ago. I tried it out. Bob, you'll be happy to know that when you call me and I'm in the bathroom, I'm always wearing my Tommy John underwear. It is the only underwear that I have bought ever since. I cannot give a product a better endorsement than after they gave it to me for free. I'd pay for it myself out of my own pocket, so... Uh, so Bob, I know I, I know that uh, you're always in the market for a
4: good underwear, right? I am in the market for good underwear, and but I'm going to call your bluff because I think you really do love Tommy John underwears. There's a lot of times you're coming out of the shower. I can't believe you're in the Tommy John underwear.
2: I'm not then, but I'm about to put I'm about to put them on. <laughs> yes, I am. So if you have never tried Tommy John before, you want to find out why they have so many uh subscribers uh 17 million pairs sold they've got uh, a good lineup for the ladies too and since i'm not lindsey graham i've not tried that okay so i can't really speak to it but if you want to give it a shot uh, go to tommyjohn.com slash steve get 20 percent off your first order when you do at tommyjohn.com slash steve
4: so did that make you feel uncomfortable i'm gonna ask i'm trying to think how are we gonna save this um very uncomfortable. It's actually a good segue into what we're going to talk about. Sure it is. All right, so
2: I want to I want to start with a question, okay? Charles Grassley is 88 years old, mm-hmm. right? One of our U.S. senators. He's running for re-election again this year, okay? Now, any of us at any minute could meet our maker, right? Any of us at any minute could.
4: Keep oil in your lamp. Yeah. Yep.
2: But obviously, the odds that any minute is any minute to somebody who's 88 years old would be a little higher than to somebody who's 38 or 48 years old. Fair? Sure. Fair. Okay. What do you think the odds are that Charles Grassley wants to risk maybe the last thing he ever does as a U.S. senator before he meets his maker? is vote to codify so-called gay marriage into the federal code. And how many of our senators, not just Grassley, but others should be thinking along those kinds of lines? Mm -hmm. Your thoughts, is that even a fair question?
4: Well, first of all, we shouldn't be worried about reelection when it comes to doing the right thing. And it reminds me of Tony Evans spoke at our leadership summit he said, if it's a marriage issue or if it's a parenting issue or if it's a financial issue, I bring the scripture into that issue to counsel couples, to counsel parents, to counsel people who are dealing with financial issues. He said, but too often in politics, we change the books. And Instead of bringing scripture in, we bring a pollster in, we bring a consultant in. Uh, you need to win re election. Now, we hope for for Charles Grassley, who's been firm on the institution of marriage since he's run for office, you know, 40, 50 years ago, four or five decades ago. We hope that now he'll be a leading voice in the U.S. Senate to say, don't violate the laws of nature and nature's God. Don't violate what we know to be true. One man, one woman marriage. Don't violate what Justice Thomas says about, you know, these issues belong to the state. We're not codifying same-sex marriage only to weaponize the government and the 87,000 IRS agents against ministries like ours or against churches or other people who believe in one man, one woman marriage. So not only do we expect him to be a no vote on this quote-unquote respect marriage act, uh, but we'd like to see him be a public leading voice on this to make sure that his U.S. Senate peers don't follow suit. What is the political
2: benefit there is I, I cannot think of one uh, I, I, give me the give me the composite of the voter draw me a sketch who is the voter who says you know i was i wasn't going to vote republican this midterm election but then they voted to codify so-called gay marriage into the federal code and so you know i was p- totally prepared to reward democrats for the worst inflation in 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 you know five decades Um, uh, systemic meltdowns at the border, loss of trust at virtually every level of government. The average mortgage, by the way, did you see this stat? Oh, I did. The average mortgage payment on the day of Biden's inauguration in America was about $1,245 a month. It is like, it's 89% higher today. Mm -hmm. It's it's over $2,200 a month now, all right? So draw me the composite sketch of the voter who looks at all those things was still going to vote Democrat. But then after a bunch of Republicans decided to throw marriage overboard in one of the worst betrayals of their base ever thought, you know what, that that's the clincher. That's what I was looking for. I'm voting GOP. Who is who is we got 360 million people in America. Find me that
4: person. Does that person even exist? They do not exist. As a matter of fact, what I would argue is that the opposite exists. So therefore, it is not a net gain with whoever those people are that you think you're going to win over to say, you know what? I voted to codify same-sex marriage with no reason to do it. There's no urgency to do this whatsoever. But I voted to codify same-sex marriage, so now you're going to vote for me? That voter does not exist. They're going to vote the way they're going to vote before that or after that. However, you vote to codify same-sex marriage, and all of a sudden you are going to shake up a base that has been very loyal to you. And saying, what are you doing? You will lose the enthusiasm of your your base. You will lose voters who were going to vote for you. I think it puts the elections of Republicans more in danger and at risk if they vote to codify same-sex marriage than if they hold firm and say, you know what, this is for we the people back at the state. And it's also a religious liberty issue now. You and I both know, they put this into the civil code. What are they gonna do? They're coming after organizations like the Family Leader, like Family Research Council, like whatever church you attend that still believes that marriage between one man and one woman. Of course they are. And the, so, sa- the
2: same people who said you couldn't work a job unless you took our poisonous jab. Yeah. The same people who said, no, we had the most secure election of all time. Of course those exact same people are going to turn around and try to come after organizations, particularly churches that don't bow the knee. That's what Marxists do. That's this would this that's what makes this maybe the worst betrayal of all time. It's not even the issue. That's dumb enough and terrible sure it is. enough on its own. But then they would basically be like a matador in an arena. Uh, with the left the bowl uh, just waving a red cape in front of them and we're
4: defenseless behind them as they charge. And, And let's take a look, not even at just what Bob thinks or what Steve thinks, let's take a look at some real results. Loudoun County, Virginia, you have a boy enter a girl's locker room. And what happens in Loudoun County, Virginia, the moms rise up and they defeat the Democrat governor nominee and they elect Governor Yunkin, a state that went for Biden by 10 points. What about the Save Girls sports issue? That's a 70-plus percent issue where people are going, you got boys now participating in girls' sports? That's all about the erosion of marriage. To what Now we go, what's a boy? What's a girl? What restroom do I use? You have a Supreme Court justice, for heaven's sakes, who can't define what a woman is. I can't answer that question. What's a woman? You have every business now under the threat of you have to have all these different restrooms. You have all these gender identity tests, all these pronoun things. It's infiltrating our education system, our business business and now it's going to be a threat to our religious institutions and our churches this is a no-brainer and everybody including chuck Grassley at 88 years old should be standing up and saying let me be very clear on where i stand and make no bones about it and show that you can carry those republican peers with you to vote this down this would be a big betrayal of your base and i guarantee people will pay for it at the polls
2: so let's let's assume that they do it Game plan out for me and walk through what's the reaction of an organization like yours the rest of the campaign cycle?
4: Well, the big thing, it's not just an organization like ours. It's the base who supports us. How many times have we gone into an election where people have said on our side, Steve, What difference does it make? Mm -hmm. What difference does it make? You start getting your voters to the point of what difference does it make? A congressional seat that you should pick up in Iowa with Zach Nunn over Cindy Axney, you will lose that. A U.S. Senate that should go into a Republican majority, it's not going to still be, you know, Schumer and company running the U.S. Senate. They need to think about this not even long and hard. This is common sense. This is a no brainer. Those people, they should listen to Senator Langston from Oklahoma. He has done one of the best jobs of game planning this out and explaining this to his U.S. Senate peers. And the only other people they could be listening to are these, these woke posters. They're saying, to get reelected, you need to soften up on these issues. That is not where America's at today. And I don't think it's where I was at today. Either. Do they just believe in this? I think what they believe in, and this is what we're seeing with, it's not about marriage. I believe in my reelection. That's what I believe in. And, and you know, yet, people and are no, sick of that. There
2: is no discernible data point we could point to that would show us that this would actually help them. Except, I, I literally ex- don't think the voter that wasn't going to vote for them and now will. I literally think that person does not exist on on the planet.
4: Well, I totally agree. So it only can be from the polling companies to say, you have to be able to vote for this. The Democrats are gonna use this against you because you stood up for one man, one woman marriage. Stand up for one man, one man, one woman marriage. I hope you do. And I hope you do it because it's biblical, it's a law of nature, it's a law of nature's God and it's common sense. But even if you can't do that, stand up for it because of the religious liberty implications. You can win that debate against Franken or against any other Senate opponent you have by making it a religious liberty debate. This is a no brain One time, I wish I was in the U.S. Senate, is right now so I could expose every one of them for walking away from these issues they said they hold dear.
2: Gentlemen, you have any thoughts?
0: I just can't imagine being an 88-year-old man and having any gray area here in this uh, and not being able to die on this hill. It must mean you have a bigger hill to die on, and this guy is clearly trying to pay. I, other people can speak for himself, but we're in Iowa. Uh, he's trying to pave the way for a legacy. He's not going to fill out six. He's 88 years old. He's going to try to pass this on uh, to his grandson. This is all very shameful. It's a terrible way to end a, a career, and it's clearly idolatry of the highest order.
4: But, Todd, is not just an 80 year old man. I think Joni Ernst is probably a 55-year-old woman. Yeah. This is a this is a red meat issue. This will inspire your I, base. It will not weaken your base. And you're not going to gain I, anything from the other side. I agree.
0: I just wanted to make sure that I said directly about that man. Oh, and sure. He's 88 years old, and he's supposed to be the godfather of a party that is telling the tales that we need to follow. No, he's telling the tales that we should be running from. I mean, it's men like him. Who got us to this point? Because yeah. ultimately, they refused. Refu- I, ju- I just needed to make it personal. You That's bet. me. Because he des- You want to get yeah. me going on Joni Ernst? I can do it too. <laughs> I'm tired of these people yeah. who clearly. And his is clearly to simply pass on a family legacy that does not benefit the rest of us. It's not benefiting my kids. And again, bringing up that issue. I've told you this before. I'm tired of my daughter having to be the the one to have the broadest shoulders and people like her. I'm tired. I'm tired of having to take two kids out of a semi-rural school district because that's turning into Sodom and Gomorrah. And it's on the shoulders of men like Chuck Grassley.
4: In the name of Todd, re-election and i'm telling you what people are so sick of this term of re-election that i need you for what because you're going to sell me out on these basic principles and foundations people have had it and so you're risking upsetting your base and i'm telling you you upset your base uh i don't think things go well in november for you either i think it's a it's a lose lose if they vote to codify it's a win-win if they vote to stand their ground hey, by
0: the way i know you've had it too you and i have just when we reach the point of not having it, oh, it sure. looks different. So that, had enough. Bob just
4: set me up to No, I to think go. it's great. And I'm glad to see the passion of it because you know what? People like Senator Grassley, Senator Ernst, and all these other U.S. senders hiding behind Mitch McConnell need to understand there's real passion on this issue because it does not stop at same-sex marriage and Nancy and Betty wanting to share a garden together. It has now rippled all the way through to this pornographic stuff being read in our schools because you won't take a stand here. Yep. It's enough is enough. Totally agree with you.
1: I do not believe that people like Chuck Grassley are going to vote to codify so-called gay marriage into law because they're worried about the election. I do not believe that's the case. I think what's been the case for an entire generation now is that broadly speaking, people in Washington just don't give two flat rips about anybody, anybody out in the cheap in the cheap seats. They just don't. What they do give a rip about is being called a bigot in the uh, pages of the Washington Post. I think that's really what this comes down to. I don't believe any of them really think, believe deeply that this is about, oh, if I uh, don't uh, vote to codify gay marriage, I'm going to lose my election. I don't really believe that. I think it's just as um, as simple as and really as uh banal in a very evil way as, hey, I just don't want to have to deal with so-and-so at uh, so-and-so dinner going up to me. Hey, why did you vote to uh, vote against the gays? I really think it's just that simple. That's the worst explanation to me. You know, at at least at some level, at least at some level, there's the politics, you know, uh, do I support that? There's the, the positioning and uh, trying to triangulate of politics. I don't think that's this.
4: Bobby, we got a minute. minute. Well, well, get the last well, first of all, that's well said. matter of fact, what Tucker Carlson said, for those politicians who are more concerned about the New York Times is going to say about them than what you're saying about them, uh, that's a huge issue in our country. So, Aaron, well said. Here's what I would say to your audience. And this is going to be a shameless plea they're going to vote on this bill the week after Labor Day. And a lot of them are on recess right now, and it's going to go through Labor Day. You need to get to your U.S. Senate, whatever forums they have, your U.S. Senators forum, and you need to let them know where you stand on this issue. Find out where they're at, write them, call them, get to those forums, make this a big deal. Because it is a big deal, and it's not just about marriage. We argued that a decade ago and we found out it's not just about marriage. Now they're going to say it's just about marriage again and what's going to be is weaponizing the federal government against those who believe in God's institution of one man, one woman marriage.
2: That's exactly what they're going to do. That's exactly what is going to happen next. Just like they weaponized the girls bathroom at your school. Just like they weaponized the voting booth. And the, and, the, and, the, and the drop-off points just like they weaponized the voter into a trading post for opi- opioid dealers and human traffickers just like they weaponized the womb they weaponized the classroom this is what marxism does it weaponizes everything they're absolutely going to come after the churches especially after the churches showed them a couple years ago That if you scare them enough, they will be very compliant. The church already showed weakness. The devil smells blood in the water, so you bet your ass they're gonna come after the churches.
4: Bob, thank you. Thank you. God bless.
2: We'll be back again for the second hour of the show. It'll be time to ask me anything when we do. Stay tuned. All right, back with Hour Two, live and on demand here on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. Steve Dace here with Todders and Aaron McIntyre. And all of you, let us know what you think about what we think via the SteveDace.com inbox. That's Steve at SteveDace.com. That's how you can email the show, D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook, MeWe Parlor and Gab. You can follow me at Steve Dace Show on Twitter and getter. You can also find me at Truth Social at Real Steve Dace on Truth Social and get clips of the show that you'll find without any censorship and free to watch when you go to rumble.com slash Steve Dace Show. And the last name, of course, is D-E-A-C-E. Thanks to all of you who have left us five-star reviews. Hit subscribe or follow on the podcast platform of your choice. You have been a huge contributor to our show's ongoing growth, and we greatly appreciate all of you, each and every one. If you've yet to leave us a five-star review please consider doing so today and remember if you've got a question it won't be eligible for today's ask me anything that'll begin in a few minutes but if you have a question that you want to have considered for a future ama drop it in there and it will go to the front of the line for todd for consideration for our very next one which will come up in a couple of weeks remember next monday's a labor day so we won't be here Okay, this portion of the show brought to you by our friends over at Patriot Mobile. Millions of Americans are waking up to a country they don't recognize. And while they struggle to raise their families and pay their bills, the media corporations are telling them that you're you're what's wrong with the country. Thankfully, there is actually a national corporation that we can do business with that doesn't hate us and even believes the same things we do. And thankfully, as well, it's with a product that we all have to use these days. And that is our mobile phone. So make the switch to Patriot Mobile. You won't lose, likely won't lose anything. I mean, if you're living in a remote area, there might be one or two networks that are superior. But for the most part, over 95% of the networks on all the various carriers are the same because they all use the same tower. So it's highly unlikely you'll lose something there. Uh, You'll gain something, though, in knowing you're not directly funding those that hate you. And they've got an outstanding customer service team that will make it simple for you. Uh, much simpler than you think, anyway, to make the switch. That's why we put it off for so long, and then we finally bit the bullet and could not believe how seamless they made it for us. If you're a veteran or a first responder, let them know when you go to make the switch. And as a way of saying thank you, Patriot Mobile has even bigger savings for you. For the rest of us, you can get a free activation when you go to patriotmobile.com slash Steve. That's a free activation at patriotmobile.com Steve, or call them at 972-PATRIOT. Before we go to the ask me anything, I need to close the loop on something. Okay. A couple of emails and notes I've received. Uh, This is from Matthew Vecchio, who says, like my ancestor, General Nicholas Herkimer, I would rather die in a place than run. That's from Matt in Syracuse. Well, um, be thankful that your non-ancestor Winston Churchill didn't have that idea. Because it's quite likely you'd be living in Man in the High Castle instead if he did. Because you know what saved World War II? A strategic retreat. What was left of those Allied forces were strung out on those beaches. They were about dead. Had they followed Matt and Syracuse's advice, Zeke Heil, Well, we're saying it now, You'd be saying it a lot earlier. You'd have been born into it. If that's re, if you were able to be born at all, who knows? Maybe at an infirmary and of some kind, and you know, um, they just would have euthanized you. That's what Jesus told his followers. When you see the abomination of desolation, stay and die. No, he uh, told them to flee. So, I'll let you have your Battle of Oriskany. I'll take the more recent Dunkirk and raise you. Then there's this one Steve, I've lived in New York for 52 years, last 28 in a rural setting. Some of us just refuse to bend the knee to thugs and tyranny. Um, that's exactly what you're doing. You're writing it a check. You're subsidizing it. You already did that. Dude, you already did that. When the hoodlums and thugs move into the neighborhood and demand you leave your home, do you? Well, no, but you did. Well, you don't have to go. You gave them your stuff. You're writing them a check every year. Does this make any sense to you, these arguments? You're not fighting anything. You, you, the hoodlums and thugs don't have to take from you. You give it. You write them a check every year. Or a series of them every payday. I don't understand any of these arguments. I don't, and I I get it, man. I'm sure there is somebody in the management of blaze cringing that I'm going here. This is a terrible way to grow a show. It is fully admitted. It's also a, a turd with corns in it way of winning a culture war. And I'd rather do that. Let me do some math for you. You guys mind if I do some math for you? Go right ahead. So I went back to the 2020 election. And I looked at five states, Arizona, Georgia, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. If Trump had won those five states, he'd be president today. Correct. And we wouldn't have the worst inflation we've ever had in almost any of our lifetimes. We'd still be energy independent. Putin probably doesn't invade Ukraine. You don't have to worry about what a damn green shirt is and how, much, how many billions it's worth, you know. Go on. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, probably, at the very least, the border wouldn't be the open sieve it is right now. Okay? Maybe a few things might be different, right? Yeah. If you'd have won those five states, well, I would argue that he probably did, or at least three of them, but that's neither here nor there. How about officially? Got it. Okay, officially. Those five states were decided, I just did the math, by a hundred, uh, this is a grand total now, these five states were were decided by a grand total of 159,065 votes. All five states, 13 million people almost live in Pennsylvania alone. Alone. Those five states were all determined by a grand total of 159,065 votes. There are 13 U.S. servicemen who died Because they were left behind and abandoned by their military last August in Kabul, Afghanistan, who would probably be alive today if that election result had not happened. Fair? Fair. Damn fair it is. 159,065 votes in five states. 159,065 votes in five states. 159,065 votes in five states. states. 159,065 votes in five states. That's it. In California, in 2020, 6.06 million people voted for Donald Trump. Sounds like a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he lost by uh, 30 points. Is your ear itching more as you get older? You got hair and stuff in there? Yeah. You guys heard that, right? Yeah? Okay. Let me repeat it for you. 159,065 total votes. Yes, they stole them. Yes, they harvested them, and that's what they came up with. 159,065 total votes in five states. That would have swung the election the other way. But over 6 million people in California voted for Donald Trump. And he lost by 30 points. What was the point of any of those 6 million votes? I'm asking, was there a point to any of those 6 million votes? Any of them? No, is the answer. There was not a point to any of them. You wasted your time. It was a pointless exercise. Don't call me anymore. Don't send anymore. Don't text or tweet anymore. What are the Republicans going to do? Send a sternly worded letter? That's what you just did, actually. So congrats on your sternly worded letter. You lost by 30 points. 159,065 votes. And for some odd reason, there are 6 million people in California who think, okay, cool. I'll even say 50% of you have a sick nana, because I always get these notes. 50% of you have a sick nana and pawpaw. That you cannot abandon. Cool. 50% of you. All right. What's the excuse of the other 3 million people? Do you know? What was the point of that?
0: Oh, there is one. What is it? Everybody's got their comfort, baby. That's,
2: That's not an excuse, but yeah. That's, yeah. This is. I'm not your mama. I'm your daddy. My job's not to nurture you, to pet you. That's what your mama's for. I'm here to tell you what's up. Here's what's up. We are hanging by a very thin thread. As a civilization here. Things we all love and take for granted, like watching those college football games last weekend. There are elements at play and at work in this culture that want to make it impossible to do those things moving forward or at the very least impossible to do them without signing on to their agenda or at least being inundated with it the entire time tumors left untreated metastasize you're not making a brave point your point is pointless it is a wasted exercise and a lot of people are going to have to decide Is it the view of the Catskills in the fall, that perfect San Diego weather while they're masking your kids? Is that more important to you than the future of your country? And maybe the answer is yes. But I'm not almost every Fox News host Monday through Friday other than Tucker Carlson. I'm not here to feed you low-lying fruit and we all we get in our self-pleasuring circle Everybody's spent and had their joygasm and we've owned the libs. I would prefer not to sentence my children to clean up our poop. We already had a generation that surrendered a culture war. I prefer to not be the second one because you don't survive a second generation doing it. It's too late for the boomers to mass migrate. They're old. So what is my generation, Gen Xers, what's our excuse? Why are you there? What are you doing there? Then okay. Then don't complain. You determined what was a priority to you, and you get to do that. I believe in your freedom to do that. Then accept your fate. Your lot. It was just too damn fun living in those cities. So you stayed there for 28 years. Lot did. He stayed there for 28 years. And then at the moment the sulfur was going to fall when he tried to talk them out of their depravity. After being in their cities for 28 years and and abiding by their customs marrying their women. They looked at him and said, Look, this alien thinks he's one of us. After we're done raping these angels, we're gonna do even worse to you. That's what they did to Lot. That, that, that's how they, that's how they thanked him Correct. for his 28 years of, of 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 accommodation. And I'm sure Lot got up in the morning too and told himself, I'm staying and fighting. No, you're not. You're just staying. I have made my point at least this time, but it will come up again because it is a key point. We can't win being this scattered. We simply cannot. It's not possible. We can't do it. We're too spread out. And the reality is there are people in upstate New York that are redder than a lot of the people claiming to be red in a place like South Carolina. So then we get the worst of both worlds. We get pastel red South Carolina, right? And then we get really red people in upstate New York just literally, hear that sound? That's the sound of a toilet flushing every time you vote. Down, I just... Like a turd. That's the worst of both worlds. So we got fake pastel redders in South Carolina and Texas just coasting off of the low taxes and the freedom and the right to work laws, but they don't really mean it either. Secretly voting for Beto... Or betas like Tim Scott and Lindsey Graham in every primary because they see their own reflection. And then we've got like real warriors in places like upstate New York just wasting their time and votes at the same time. We can't win like that. I, I don't know what your master plan is for winning. But I promise you that is a master class on losing. I promise you it is. Ask Me Anything, brought to you by Built Bar. You probably need one of those about right now. Do you like a good snack throughout the day? You probably would like a good snack right now, I would imagine. And you can't do better than our friends over at Built Bar. It is the single greatest protein bar of all time. And you can test me on that right now and save 15% off your order when you do, or you can test me again and again and again. I mean, I test Built Bar. I tested him to six new boxes over the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, I. Yeah, I did order that many. Um, so, yeah. Um, I like to test. I like to put Built Bar to the test. If you would like to put Built Bar to the test, fifteen percent off right now. All covered in real chocolate, loaded with real protein. When you go to Built.com and use the promo code Dace for fifteen percent off your order. Built.com promo code Dace. You won't regret it. Although you probably regret listening to this show by now. So, Aaron, let us begin with the Ask Me Anything. Are we starting with the five-star review will, questions or the uh,
1: Instagram questions? We've got four five-star review questions beginning with oh, wow, that's Will a question. Okay. Uh, They're all of these heavy like Okay long. That's, that's, that's a long question. Uh, Trump is playing along with Democrats, which is why he won't admit the jab is a failure and why he hints at running just to string people along. The presidential election Democrat October surprise will be that Trump pushed hard for jabs and knew the side effects, and since at that point he will already have the GOP nomination, conservatives will have no alternative to vote for him but uh, him or a Democrat. And due to the outrage at that point from the side effects, uh, the lost loved ones, conservatives, independents will lose since he has controlled opposition playing his part. And no matter who wins, we lose anyway in that regard. He may very well be the false prophet prophet if we are in an end-time scenario.
0: Part of the reason I love that this question is long, it's this—see, that's not—the the current— right-wing conservative republican thinker so many people are thinking like this right now they, they are trying to figure out the way to zen through this chaos so i don't think while the particulars might be different in a different person we all know that a lot of people on our side are thinking like this i will sell because that's what this is a
2: buy seller hold right buy seller Lindsay. Your show, you sure you're doing okay you i mean to? that's what it says at the top though yeah. right because there was no question there but doesn't it say at the top a yes. Buy sell okay I'm going to sell. Donald Trump is a lot of things, some of them laudable, some of them excruciatingly frustrating. One of the things he is not is controlled
1: opposition. Next question. Next, this comes from Chess Freakazoid, who says Steve Day Show, so great, one of my top favorite podcasts. Question for Steve. Should we treat the media as the fourth branch of government that it actually is and start having elected news anchors on every (laughs) newscast? We could have one news anchor from each of the top four political parties. Each newscast would be expected to hear equal time from each political party. For example, Democrats, Republicans, Green Party, Constitutional Party. This could just begin as a law, and after everyone gets used to true, free speech, this could get put in the Constitution so all generations true free speech going forward
0: i like (laughs) this question because it's absolutely understanding that what we don't have now is anything resembling journalism so anything else you present as an alternative should absolutely be on the table and i i went into my newsroom uh when uh, when i was at the des moines register and he kind of did this open-ended thing come in talk to us and i i gave him a version of this i says and this was steve ten and i've been with you seven years now whatever i mean we're talking a decade ago i said get rid of the editorial department right now it's the perception of it is that that's the newspaper get rid of it and have three papers within um, you will have the mainstream newspaper uh that's down the center and, you, and you'll pick reporters accordingly, and then you'll have a blue—you you remember the big peach for sports. You'll have a blue and a red, and they're coming from their angles. And you'll often be having all on the same front page talking about the same topic, and you'll hold each other accountable, just like we used to be a two-newspaper town. But that's what I love about this question, and I'll also be fascinated to hear the specific, Steve, if you were made king for a day of journalism, what you'd do with it.
2: I, I think, well, first of all, if we had the means by which to properly apply— what you're suggesting, we would not be in the scenario Correct. that we are in. And I, I, I am fine using the power of government to deconstruct problems. I think, it, I think we need to be very hesitant, though. And this just isn't even my old limited government conservatism. This just is just a read of history. Be very very circumspect and hesitant about allowing government to apply solutions. I'm even more open than I ever have been to using government to punish the problems. And I, I want to emphasize the word punish. I'm, I mean, yeah. Nipples are hard just thinking about it. Yeah, I meant punish. We can't punish enough it's I've got to punish fetish in fact, but I think we should be very, very careful about letting government be any form of a solution. That's my answer. It's a good
1: one. Uh, who won their election for uh, news anchor of uh, World News Tonight on ABC? That seems like something missing from the uh, I don't idiocracy. even know who it is.
2: Who is? I don't even know who has that gig. I don't know who I does have, the show. I have no idea. Is Peter Jennings still alive? That's what it was when it's we were growing up. Peter Jennings name died I, I haven't time. heard
1: for a long time. Mean, I, I
2: really time. don't know yeah. who does the ABC News Tonight. I, I don't know the answer. I don't know who does CBS, NBC. Actually, I do who I can, does any of them.
1: I can tell you who uh, does that. Uh, somebody affiliated with the uh, Democrat National Convention. Well, uh, that's is, uh, probably Badum a good yes. Rusty Crumley says, here's my Ask Me Anything submission. I hear many people in the conservative arena saying that the government, a.k.a. the spirit of the age, is trying to create radicals by their actions and that we must follow the path of MLK and not Malcolm X. The question I have is, would the people have chosen MLK if Malcolm X had not shown the potential violence? Even when Gandhi chose his hunger strike, it was in response to his own followers participating in violence. What are your thoughts on the underlying principle that perhaps the foil of violence is needed in order for peaceful means to win? Well, history proves
2: that this is correct. I mean, that's why we had World War I. That's why we had World War Two. That's why we had the Revolutionary War. That's why we had the Civil War. Okay. But you also have to understand that wars... Can be a solution, um, and that's just a youth that's a that's a synonym for violence. There's no such thing as a nonviolent actual war, but they're always synonymous with failure of every other means. It's the same if you have to defend your home. You have to defend your home because the systems in place did not do their jobs. We didn't have the wild, wild west because law and order was strong. We had it because it was not. And so people were largely left to their own devices. There is way too much freedom and liberty. In fact, let me take a step back. We just witnessed an event barely 2 months ago that almost none of us thought we'd ever see in our lifetime the overturning of Roe v Wade if if our response literally 60 days or so maybe 70 days or so after that event is to say and that's why we've got no alternative but civil war i got a that's a big leap If you're not willing to defy your kids' school districts or preschools' mask mandate, you are in no shape to fight a civil war, might I suggest. Preach. Okay? If you're sitting in California losing by 30 points because the weather's nice, you are in no shape to fight a civil war. no shape our founders didn't go from wow we're really pissed off at the king to a insurgency in a in a month or even in a series of in, in of months it took years and and by <laughs> it was ye- the boston tea party an act of mass defiance was years before like before the revolution They exhausted all forms of avenues that we have not even come close to exhausting yet. I've got people in my inbox fighting me. I'm doing a great job living in upstate New York. Okay, cool. Hook them, man. Whatever. Enjoy Lindsey Graham. You're not like Lindsey Graham. You're getting to the bottom of nothing tonight. Okay, cool. Enjoy your take your L. I mean, if if, if we're going to sit around and just waste millions of votes in places that hate us and don't want us. And then you're going to turn around and fight a civil war against those people. Again, I, I know this is no way to grow a show. And I don't care. We're in no shape to fight a civil war. None. None whatsoever. I mean, we... <laughs> there are Republicans next week that are going to vote for gay marriage. And you're going to be lectured to by some of the most prominent names in our movement that you have to vote for them or you hate America. In like a month, they're going to do that. No, no. All right, all right. Yeah, I. I. I just... I can't. I... I can't with this stuff i yeah. i know i know i'm supposed to humor it i know i'm supposed to pet you and i i just i'm insulted frankly i'm insulted if i'm being brutally honest with you the whole notion of it i'm insulted by it it's weak sauce we're in, we're, we're not any no I, I just enough i didn't an, an ixnay ban in the future on topics involving when we fight a civil war. I just, no, no, I'm just never. When,
0: when I picked this letter out, I didn't know what you were gonna be uh, highlighting today. But what a lot of people don't know about it, I remember it blew my mind as a younger man when I found it out, people may know about MLK, but about Gandhi, they were not pacifists. They were—MLK was very pro-Second Amendment. Gandhi is on the record talking about how he wished he had the right to bear arms. They weren't pacifists, but things had gotten so bad, and they were telling their people to be nonviolent because they knew it was going to— it was making Steve's point about sitting there in New York. They knew it was going to crush them. The only thing they had to do, and Steve has highlighted this in the past as well, is to suffer nobly. They took the fire hoses, they took the dogs, and then Steve has said, then the people at the dinner table at home, like— I just don't want to see this anymore. It was strategic why they did that. It wasn't because they were out-and-out pacifists. They wish they had an even battlefield. They wish they had arms where they didn't have to suffer the degradations that they did. And the point Steve is trying to have to make is do something fundamental that gets you out of your comfort that is still anesthetizing you in New York and California so that our children do not have to be firehosed and dogged. If we're sitting here with our
2: Panties and britches in a wad over whether Mehmet Oz can be the 51st Republican U.S. Senator. Yeah, you're not fighting if you're... You're, you are, you, you don't, you're in no place to fight a civil war. They will kick your ass. Because they are now. Because they are right now. And I know that ain't going to be good for clicks. That won't get me the coveted Fox News contributorship. But it's the truth. And that's what I got in this business to tell you the truth. I'm not going to lie to you. That's the truth. If we're sitting around here wondering if 88-year-old Chuck Grassley might vote for gay marriage and the next day have a chess grabber croak and meet his maker, we will get our asses kicked, period. Big night for the day's family tonight. Uh, Noah's first JV football game uh, is tonight. We just had college football begin. It is peak tailgate season. I know a lot of us make plans, take part in those autumn rituals. A lot of times those events, uh, football season is kind of reunions. We get together with old friends, family members we don't see throughout the course of the year. And if you are looking for the perfect Premium cooler for your tailgate season. Check out our friends over at Tyga Coolers. First of all, they can uh, customize it for you. So you want to put your kit on there and anything you want to put in there. As long as it's not, you know, obscene or violate a copyright, they can customize it for you. Or they can just sell you a pretty kick-ass premium cooler for 10% off when you use the promo code Steve when you go to check out. At taigaCoolers.com, T-A-I-G-A, pardon me, American-made pro-America Company. They share your values. And they come with a lifetime warranty as well. These are phenomenal coolers. Tygacoolers.com is where you want to go. T-A-I-G-A. That's how it's spelled for com. I actually came in uh, in a very good mood today overall. Um, So I I know I've been a little edgy and ornery, but no, you're... (laughs) <laughs> I sent my kid to preschool in a mask in 2022, but I'm I'm getting I'm ready for a civil war. That's like some of those memes from the left. Corporations are terrible unless they're drug camp companies without any government oversight whatsoever. And then they can do whatever they want to me. Mm-hmm. No, no, I've never been to a school board meeting ever. But I'm I'm ready for a civil war in secession. I just can't. Those are Charles Gasparino level of takes. Okay. I'm sorry. By now, I would have, I thought I would have earned the reputation to not bring such weakness to the hoop when I'm in the lane. Don't, don't do that. Don't. We, we won't even mobilize mass defiance. You want to fight an American revolution, you won't even do a Boston Tea Party, guys. You know what I'm saying here? Of course. I, I just, I can't, okay? I can't. So let's continue on, with you ask me anything. <laughs>
1: We'll go next to the Instagram submissions. Dan Whitmore says, do you feel that God's hand of blessing has been removed from America and he has left us to our own demise?
2: Well, you're describing a Romans 1 judgment, and so you're asking me, do I think it is possible that America is immersed in a Romans 1 judgment? Dan, I do. I think it is quite possible. If not even tilting to likely. So... I definitely think it's possible. But here's the other thing, too. Okay? Jesus cries out on the cross, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Because he is now, for the first time in all of eternity, he is separated from the Father. He is bearing the brunt of our sins, he feels that torment. What happened on the third day after that event?
0: Rose.
2: Rose again. So yeah, do I think it's very possible we're in a Romans 1 judgment? Yeah. That's the cool thing about being God, though. You get to be imminent and transcendent. At the same time, you get to walk and chew gum at the same time. So at the same time, you may be giving a culture a much-deserved Romans 1 judgment. You give it a little grace and mercy to try to also encourage it with Roe v. Wade being overturned. See my point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I think that... Don't make your God too nice, and don't make your God too small.
1: Next, we go to Lynn Becker, who says, Do you think Fauci and others like Biden, Hillary Clinton, etc., will be held accountable for their crimes? I feel like God is exposing their crimes for a reason. As the Bible says in Luke 12, 2, and 3, that everything done in the dark will be brought about to light Some days I feel like they'll never be held accountable, but then I'm reminded that God will hold them accountable either on earth or when they die. What do you all think?
2: Exactly what you just said, Lynn. They will be held accountable. The only question is, will you get to see it on the earthly plane? But they will be held accountable without sincere repentance. They absolutely will be held accountable. And there are moments that, frankly, the existence of hell should comfort you. It is a reminder that when it comes to justice, God gets the last say. So they will be held accountable. I don't ever question the will of God. I question our own will to hold them accountable. I certainly question that. It's yeah. one of the reasons why I wrote the book with Daniel that's about to come out. That's To right. try to she help might. people feed, yes. try, to, try to pump the, the, the will Prime the will pump a little bit here, if you know what I'm saying. That's why
0: the letter writer there might want to throw in a smattering of Republicans she'd also like to see held accountable as well, because that's why we're here.
2: I mean, I've got people, should we put, hey, you know, should we go after Trump for, you know, I I don't care who you put on the list. I I don't care. Commenso Festival. Like I told you, I got a punishment fetish. I I don't care. But yeah, there's a hell. So they will be held accountable in this life or the next.
1: Next, we go to uh, JK George 2. Should churches use preferred pronouns?
2: No. You stopped there? Yeah. Because yeah, was, there was no point to what was going to be said after that? Yeah. Yes,
1: correct. No. Rebecca, do you think they are putting COVID vaccine into other childhood vaccines without disclosing? Our youngest needs her next vaccines to go to school next week, but my husband doesn't want her to get them out of concern for a COVID vaccine being mixed in. I want to think this is a far-fetched concern, but it doesn't seem to l- like those exist anymore.
2: Uh, I want to think it's a far-fetched concern as well, except last year at this time, they were literally writing columns in media circles suggesting doing things like this. I mean, they were literally doing it. They were literally writing stuff in like mainstream blogs and on their Twitter accounts, suggesting doing not not this. I didn't I didn't see this specific one, but this level of to get to force you to take the jab. They were literally suggesting things like this. So I mean, I would I would do a lot of research and ask a lot of questions, and I think unfortunately we live in an era where you almost can't take anything off the table. I mean, I. if if you would have I've pushed a lot of boundaries man I've been I've done a lot of ornery shows this one included. but if you ever would have told me ever hell man you guys would have just told me like three years ago it would be an earnest question should churches use preferred pronouns I'd have (laughs) thought there's no (laughs) I'd have said we're not there yet, but we're getting there. If we continue down... Uh, yeah, we're... we're there. Uh, so there. I, so I, I unfortunately think you live in an era where you ought to put everything on the table.
0: Including, if I may, the nature of your question. How about you ask yourself, and do whatever you want, but at least within the way this is written, you, you haven't asked yourself yet, why do you think you need... All of your childhood vaccines—a list that has risen from the time Steve and I uh, were
2: from 18 to 72—is yeah, something like that.
0: Why do you need that? You just—you said that very. I know the point you were making, but we everybody should have an answer to that question. Why do you need those? Because if you don't have an answer for that, what you really believe in is the magical power of vaccines.
1: Moving on. Next, Brittany says, do you think the possible sterilization from the jab may be used as a mercy by God so there's less innocent children caught up as the world falls into greater evil and chaos?
2: No. No. Death is promoted by—is is the demonic, nihilistic agenda. The reason it says in the commandments, thou shalt not commit murder— is the reason it says almost everything else in the commandments? Why are you only to worship God? Because God alone is God. Why are you not to fashion God into a craven image? Because God is not a craven, a graven image. God is spirit. Why are you not to bear, bear false witness? Because God is truth. Why are you not to steal? Because or covet? Because God is your uh, your provision. Why are you not to murder? Because God is life. See, this is a revelation of the so character not sinning, and so instincts. Grace can abound. Yes, yeah. of, of God. So no. Absolutely not. Um, God promotes life. The first thing he says to humanity, knowing we will fall, knowing we will sin. If, he, if, if that's what he, if it, knowing that, that Adam was going to fall, then why did he tell Adam, go forth and multiply before he fell? Mm-hmm. He knew he was going to fall, right? So then why didn't he hedge his bets right then and say, eh? No. God promotes life. The enemy promotes death.
1: Next up, we go to Austin. Gun to your head. You have to run for a state or national seat. What would it be and why and what unconventional tactics would you use to win it?
0: Governor Uh, and DeSantis is doing all of them. Yeah. Everything DeSantis is doing. Yeah. um, And governor. Yep. That's right. That's the only answer. If you have a different answer.
2: Or, or you're sheriff. You're attention. You don't governor, know time Governor or sheriff. Sheriff. sheriff Ooh, yeah. Okay, look at
0: me. Governor or Got sheriff. cocky. Okay. Because I've said before, but, 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 why are we seeing sheriffs you, going
2: into schools and just arresting teachers? You know, I link those two things because in a way how DeSantis has behaved He's is like, like he sheriff. is the sheriff of Florida. Yeah. Yes. So governor or sheriff. You're, uh, Frankly, good answer. I, I mean, uh, let's let's say Republicans have had a stall out in the polls because of the Dobbs decision. If you would not trade the Roe v. Wade ruling for Republican majorities, particularly with these Republicans in Washington, mm-hmm. then we're just not on the same team. I, I don't I don't believe that's happening, by the way. But even if it were, I'd make that trade in a heartbeat. No pun intended. Wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. So the real uh, uh, right now, Trafalgar's got a poll up that has Carrie Lake up and Blake Masters down. I don't know either one of them. I know she's really hot, but I don't it's not personal. I don't know, uh, you know, a delineation between either one. But if you ask me, you get one of them, Carrie Lake or Blake Masters. It's not just because she's hot, although it doesn't, help, doesn't hurt, but it's because she's running for governor. And if the situation was reversed, it wouldn't matter how hot she was, she's running for Senate. I think Washington is District 1 and dead. I, I would trade, I, if, you, if you're Arizona, you can only get one of the two, Carrie Lake is definitely the one you want. No questions asked.
0: On the sheriff point. I think I think Steve. After everything he said, the score Sheriff he's offered you about getting the hell out of there, if you came to him and I think he'd listen to you. I said, "If hey, I live in this county and this sheriff is arresting teachers uh, who are groomer." Okay. I think he'd say, "Talk to me." Okay, when, yeah, right. but are you? Are you? And the answer is almost certainly no.
2: Yeah, that almost certainly
0: no, because
2: even if you have a really good sheriff, he might stop them from doing new bad stuff. That's not good enough. That's just the Republican Party. We might stop them from doing new bad stuff. We have to stop them from the old bad stuff they have already done. That has to be taken out. I mean, saying, hey, my sheriff protects the freedom I have. Did he give you back the freedom they took? Did he give you back the
0: freedom they took? No? Congratulations.
2: You have Stockholm Syndrome.
0: Are you living in a Hamlet somewhere where all the kids went to school, nobody was masked? I, I Probably not. So that's not, you, you have I mean, real the, evidence right before your eyes that you did not live in a free land. The most depressing
2: moment I have had on this show this year is when we had the gentleman this the state legislator from Tennessee who represents the district that Glenn Jacobs, the there, who's the former yeah. pro wrestler, okay? And they were actually going to defy the mask stuff and the people in the community wouldn't do it. Yeah. That's the most depressing. So, yeah. so, so no, save your civil war references, save your Lexington and Concord references, save, save, save. You'll get your ass kicked. You'll shoot your eye out. Ralphie, you'll <laughs> shoot your eye out.
1: Uh, next. Jennifer asks, what's your opinion of the Hobbit movie series? How's that for some conversational whiplash? I
2: like it. Um, Would have been great as one movie. Good is two, a complete cash grab, and uh, laborious and slow and boring Is three.
1: Toby Johnson asks, any updates on a possible movie being made for A Nefarious Carol?
2: Yes. I mean, we've, we've discussed that, but this A Nefarious Carol was written to be a, a sequel and written to be more easily translated to a film, but the first one's got to justify it first, so... If I sat here and and went on and on and on about how we're going to make a sequel and the first movie sucked and failed, well, then I'd be like the guy who's claiming he's going to fight a civil war while masking his kids up at San Diego Unified School District. I'm not letting it go. Have you noticed I'm not letting it go? I'm spanking that ass. Happy Monday.
1: Sam W says, how do you lead your family to embrace being uncomfortable but continue to ensure they stay safe? My wife is somewhat ignoring the times we're in whether from fear or willful ignorance how do i help her see what time it is
2: i think the first thing that you need to do brother is to make sure you have established a level of trust with your wife remove the culture if 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 you wanted to start a business if you wanted to change jobs do something that was somewhat out of you know out of comfort and risky do you have you earned the trust that there, that her default would be to at least begin from a premise of listening before even immediately buying in, right? That's the question. Um, have we earned that level of trust with our own families? Do they trust us? Have we shown them that um, we may not be safe, but we're good and if 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 I've not earned my family's trust in in domestic matters, it is very unlikely I'm going to earn their trust and broader or cultural ones. So that's the first thing. Have you, have you earned their trust? Before we wrap things up, is that an okay answer? Very good. Okay. Before we wrap things up, if you're a dog owner, you know that taking care of your pet means more than just giving it food and water. That dog's part of your family as well. Its health and happiness is important to you. And that's why there is a supplement now for your pets. Like we take so many supplements these days because a lot of the vitamins, minerals, nutrients, probiotics that we need are stripped out of our food. And so we need to supplement them into our diets with supplements instead. Now there's one for your pet because they go to the same thing to the dog food as well. It's called Rough Greens. You mix the powder in with your pet's food and with that one act, you've restored a good deal of that which your pet needs but was stripped away. But maybe you're wondering... What if my pet doesn't like it or what if it doesn't make a difference? That's why we give you the first 14 day jumpstart bag for free. You pay for the shipping so that you are invested and we'll follow through because we want you to use it. We think it's a good product, but we'll give you that first 14 day jumpstart bag for free. When you go to roughgreens.com. R-U-F-F for roughgreens.com? All you pay is the shipping roughgreens.com or call them at 833 rough dog. All right. That's going to pretty much do it for a Monday uh, here on blaze tv we're gonna stick around for blaze tv subscribers and do the overtime there's some analysis out from someone i have a lot of respect for ben shapiro i just completely disagree with it i'll explain why and we will discuss later today for blaze tv subscribers at blaze slash dace for the rest of you we'll see how many of you come back after today <laughs> noon to two tomorrow right here on blaze tv john 317